0: I'm Joe Morgan Stern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. Let's cut to the crucial question. How is the new girl in David Fincher's version of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Well, she's perfectly fine. That is to say, Rooney Mara looks just as bizarre as Numi Rapace did in the role of Lisbeth Salander, the poster girl for Punk and Spunk in the Swedish-language trilogy. And she cuts just as striking a figure, riding a motorcycle, surfing the web, or taking and giving terrible punishment. But there's a crucial difference. Lisbeth I was blacklight incandescence, burning with focused anger. Lisbeth II is recessive, haunted, sometimes bummed and occasionally blank, but definitely alienated from the corrupt world in which Lisbeth I fiercely claimed her place. That may leave fans of the original feeling alienated, too. Not only from Lisbeth, but from the spectacle of a remake that has lots to recommend it, yet lacks a vital spark. Of course, fans of the original are not the remake's main target audience. Americans don't turn out in massive numbers for foreign language films, even when they're as popular as this one was. So there's plenty of pent-up curiosity about Lisbeth, one of the most original heroines in movie history, and there's always demand for well-made thrillers of which this is one. Steve Zalian adapted the screenplay from the Stieg Larsson novel. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the powerful score. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is a sharp departure from David Fincher's previous film, The Social Network, in the preface of which Rooney Mara's Erica fought a ferocious verbal duel with Jesse Eisenberg's Mark. The new film's plot centers on an anti-social network, a Swedish family with a history of fascist leanings that holds the secret to the fate of a young woman who disappeared 40 years ago. Daniel Craig is Michael Blomkvist, the disgraced journalist who teams up with Lisbeth to investigate the extremely cold case and uncovers more corruption than either of them bargained for. Craig is a cool actor, turned even cooler in the Scandinavian winter, but he still finds welcome humor in Michael's impassive affect. Christopher Plummer is the family's smoothly expansive plutocrat, stellan Skarsgård is one of the family's least savory members but the film is no departure at all from earlier fincher films as seven and zodiac because it involves as they did acts of ghastly violence committed under grisly circumstances Jeff Cronenweth's cinematography does sumptuous variations on the darkness the director favors. Stockholm glitters in nighttime exteriors and its subway shines in a spectacular spasm of action involving a backpack. One script change warrants discussion, and I won't discuss it because I don't want to divulge it, but most of the film follows the original, sometimes shot for shot. Certainly worth seeing if you missed the original— if you saw it, though, there's no way of unseeing it, and nothing in the new one to top it. I'm Joe Morganstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.